Hey everybody, hope all is well. Welcome into the Well 2540 podcast. This is our weekly section on the harmony of the Gospels. This week we're going to be covering the birth of John the Baptist foretold. Uh, The scripture we're going to be covering this week is found in the book of St. Luke, chapter 1, verses 5 through 25. That's Luke, chapter 1, verse 5 through 25. Um, So I'm going to do it a little different this week, I think. I'm going to... We're going to go through the scripture first, and we're going to break down the verses, and then I want, if it's okay, I want to uh, read the read the story to you out of the Passion Translation, and as we go over the little outline that I've got got prepared here for it, so got a pretty good bit to cover. So let's go ahead and get started. Verse five: There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zechariah, and his wife was of the daughters of Herod, and her name was Elizabeth. The name Zechariah there, we learn, I've learned that uh, means God has remembered, and Elizabeth means oath of our covenant of God. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of the Lord blameless. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he ex- executed the priest office before God in the order of his course, According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. It's believed there are around 20,000 priests in Christ's time, so that no priest would ever ever offer incense more than once. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for him. The burning of incense before the Lord was done twice, twice a day, once in the morning and once in the afternoon. That's found in Exodus chapter 30, verse 7 and 8. Only priests from a particular lineage could serve in the temple. Lots were cast to determine who did what at the morning sacrifice. The first lot, it determined who, who would clean the altar and prepare it for fire, prepare its fire. The second lot determined who would kill the morning sacrifice and sprinkle the altar, the golden candlestick, and the altar of incense. The third lot determined who would come and offer incense. This was the most privileged duty of, of all of them. Those who received the first and second lots, would, they would repeat their duty at the evening sacrifices, but that's not so with the, with the third lot. To offer the incense would, would be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for them. Verse 10, And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Like most angels in the Bible, the first thing that the angel had to say to human contact is, Do not be afraid. Uh, like, we, like we said earlier, the name John means God is gracious or God shows mercy. The boy was given a name before he was even conceived. This was, a, this was a command from the Lord to name, to name him John. Verse 14, And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Most likely John was to be a Nazarite from birth, one totally set apart for God, and who would fulfill the vow found in... in uh, Numbers chapter 6, verse 1 through 12. Though, though John would be great in the sight of the Lord, by the grace of God, he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. 
Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. John would have a unique feeling of the Holy Spirit being filled even while in his mother's womb. Verse 16, And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. John's great work would be prepared the way of the Messiah by turning hearts to God before the Messiah came. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. To turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, quotation comes from Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. It's meaning, meaningful for more than his reference to Elijah. These were essentially the last words of the Old Testament. And now God's revelation is resuming where it left off. Elijah was a man who called Israel to a radical repentance in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse, verses 20 through 40. Malachi's last words there, I, this has nothing to do with the story, but I, I thought it was pretty neat. Uh, the, the last writing of the Old Testament, I learned that there was a 400-year break or silence of God before we got the, the new writing, the starting of the New Testament. I thought that was pretty neat. Verse 18 and, and Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well stricken in years. Zechariah had already fair, had, had fear fall on him from seeing Gabriel, but still asked for a sign, knowing the condition in the natural probably caused a hint of doubt for him. Verse 19, And the angel, angel answering said unto him, I love this part, I am Gabriel that stands in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these, these glad tidings. The name Gabriel means God's mighty one. Gabriel reminds Zacharias of who he is and where he's come from. There's a big difference in I'm an old man and, and I'm Gabriel. It was nothing but good news to Zacharias that, that he would not only have a son, but the son would have a significant role in God's plan of redemption. If there's no Zacharias, then there's no John the Baptist. If there's no John the Baptist, there's no herald announcing of the coming of the Messiah. If there's no herald announcing of the coming of the Messiah, the prophecies regarding the Messiah will be unfulfilled. If any of the prophecies of the Old Testament regarding the first coming of the Messiah are unfulfilled, then Jesus did not fulfill all things. If Jesus did not fulfill all things, then he did not complete God's plan of redemption for you and I, and we must perish in our sins. This was great news. Verse 20. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Zechariah paid a price for his unbelief. His unbelief didn't, didn't, did, not make, did not make God take his promise back. It just kept Zechariah from enjoying it. When we don't believe God's promise for our, li- for our lives, we do not necessarily destroy the promise, but we do destroy the ability to enjoy the promise. This was a severe price to pay because he had such great news to tell. This was the first spoken message from heaven in more than 400 years. The last person to receive a message given by the angels was also named Zechariah. See Zechariah chapter 1 verse 6. And the people waited for Zechariah and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. They're waiting outside for the priest to come out and speak over them. The customary Aaronic blessing in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 26. This was was to assure the people that he'd not been struck dead, struck dead by God. His delay was starting to make the crowd nervous, though. 
And when he came out, he could not speak unto them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass, as soon as the days of administration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And and after those days, his, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. Zechariah had he had normal relations with his wife. He partnered with God to fulfill the prom, the promise of God. He did not count on this child coming from a miraculous conception as Jesus's was. Elizabeth didn't go away to hide her pregnancy. She was gone away the first five months, the time she would be least noticed to be pregnant. She went away to spend time with the Lord and to meditate on the destiny of the child within her. So now let's let's sum all that up. Let's go to our passion translation here. I'm gonna go through this quickly, but just try, I just want to sum it all up. During the reign of King Herod the Great over Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah who served in the temple as part of the priestly order of. His wife Elizabeth was also from a family of priests, being direct descendant of Aaron. They were both lovers of God, living virtuously and following the commandments of the Lord fully, but they were childless since Elizabeth was barren, and now they both were quite old. One day, while Zechariah's priestly order was on duty and he was serving as priest, it happened by the casting of lots according to the custom of the priesthood that the honor fell upon Zechariah to enter in the holy place and burn incense before the Lord. A large crowd of worshipers had gathered to pray outside the temple at the hour when incense was being offered. All at once, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing just to the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was startled and overwhelmed with fear, but the angel reassured him, saying, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God is showing grace to you, for I have come to tell you that your prayer for, for a child has been answered. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to name him John. His birth will bring, bring you much joy and gladness. Many will rejoice because of him. He will be one of the great ones in the sight of God. He will drink no wine or strong drink, but he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even while still in his mother's womb. And he will persuade many in Israel to convert and turn back to the Lord their God. He will go before the Lord as a forerunner with the same power and anointing as Elijah the prophet. He will be instrumental in turning the hearts of the fathers in tenderness back to their children and the hearts of the disobedient back to the wisdom of their righteous fathers. And he will prepare a united people who are ready for the Lord's appearing. Zechariah asked the angel, How do you expect me to believe this? I'm an old man and my wife is too old to give me a child. What sign can, can you give me to prove this will happen? Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand beside God himself. He has sent me to announce to you this good news. But now since you do not believe my words, you will be stricken silent and unable to speak until the day my words have been fulfilled and at, at their appointed time and a child is born to you. That will be your sign. Meanwhile, the crowds outside kept expecting him to come out. They were amazed over Zechariah's delay, wondering what could have happened inside the sanctuary. When he finally did come out, he tried to talk, but he couldn't speak a word. And they realized from his gestures that he had seen a vision while in the holy place. He remained mute as he finished his days of priestly ministry in the temple and then went back to his own home. Soon afterward, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and went into seclusion for the next five months. She said with joy, See how kind it is of God to gaze upon me and take away the disgrace of my barrenness. So, 
we meet Zechariah and Elizabeth. They're an older childless couple that lived up right before God, priestly couple. Uh, They took seriously what it meant to obey God in every way that they knew how. For most of the year, they they lived out in a small village in the country of Judea, south of Jerusalem. We learned, you can learn that in in Luke, as we go further, I think it's verse 39. Learn that whenever Mary visits them. They lived there, except during Zechariah's priest division, when, when, when he was on duty at the temple. But after introducing Zechariah and Elizabeth, Luke focuses on the event that changed their lives. Zechariah was chosen to go by casting the lots to go inside the temple and burn incense on the altar of incense in the holy of place. We learned this was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for him. As a priest, it was Zechariah's job to place incense on the heated altar and then go into prayer. Incense represented the prayers of the people outside. The people were reciting this prayer during the incense offering. May the merciful God enter the holy place and accept with favor the offering of his, his people. Then at this point in time is when we see the angel of the Lord entered the holy place. Uh, I want to go over a few points here that Gabriel had told Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. It's sometimes when we pray because we don't, we don't get the answer right then or we don't see the answer coming, we don't, we don't, we don't have the answer when we think we, we deserve it. We think God hasn't heard us. And then, and sometimes we're just like Zechariah here. So, reading this, it's it's easy to, it's easy to look to look down and reading this book and, and think Zechariah, why are you doubting? But we do the same thing. When sometimes when we do get the answer that we want, whether it's the whether it's the answer that we want or not, I should say, when we do get an answer, we still don't believe it. Uh, we see that Gabriel told him to call his name John. Uh, let's see. Gabriel, t- Gabriel also tells Zechariah he'll be great in the sight of the Lord. Jesus said, among, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. Uh, John will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Under the old covenant, for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit, it was rare. Most of the time, it was just the privilege of a few prophets and kings. He said that many of the people of Israel, Israel will he bring back to the Lord, Lord their God. Many had strayed from the from true allegiance to the Lord, and John brings them back in a, in a revival that immediately precedes Jesus' own ministry. John gives them the message of, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is near. That's Matthew chapter 3, verse 1. And Jesus later picked up that same message in Matthew chapter 4. And a couple more points here that Gabriel said. Gabriel said he, uh, he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah. John fulfills Malachi's prophecy. See, I will send you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. It's Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. Jesus went on to confirm this in Matthew chapter 17, verse 13. And the last point, he said, to make ready a, pe- a people prepared for the Lord. John saw himself fulfilling Isaiah's prophecy of chapter 40. Verse 3 and 5, a voice of one calling in the desert, desert prepare ye the way for the Lord. And then we see good old Zechariah got muted for unbelief. Um, when, when Mary was told of the birth of Jesus, she responded with, how will this happen? She didn't question if it was going to happen. She said, how will this happen? And then she went on and said, I'm a handmaiden of the Lord. May it be to me as you have said. But instead, we see Zechariah respond, how can this happen? Or 
or how can I be sure of this? We're old. And then at Zechariah's statement of unbelief, we see Gabriel responded with, telling him his name, he said, I am Gabriel. Gabriel's name named twice in the book of Daniel, chapters 8, verse 16, chapter 9, verse 21. And we will also see coming up, uh, we also see that he announces the birth of Jesus to Mary. The, uh, the, the, uh, the angel went on, though he announced, he said, I am, Gab- I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Like Gabriel's, Gabriel's basically saying, dude, I have seen the Almighty. Are you really asking me how can this be? And Gabriel told him, I've been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. God has specifically sent to him to tell him the good news to Zechariah, and Zechariah blowed it. Now Zechariah's service is completed in the temple. He returns home from his own home, returns home from his, his experience in the holy place. He gets Elizabeth pregnant, but he can't talk to her about it. She does all the speaking. She says, the Lord's done this for me. She doesn't feel ashamed or disgraced anymore among the women of the village anymore. But God don't leave Zechariah disgraced forever. After the nine months, the baby's born. God releases releases something new and wonderful in his spirit. Zechariah himself is filled with the Holy Spirit and he even prophesies God's words. Let's see. I, I won't. I don't want to. I'm not going to cover this for the sake of time. But I was telling my brother last night. Reading this and study, studying over this again, I got to thinking, reading about Ze- Zechariah and Elizabeth, how similar they are to Abraham and Sarah in the Old Testament. The similarities are pretty, it's pretty, pretty striking. We don't have time to do that now. Maybe that's something we'll do down the road. Who knows? Anyway, I hope y'all enjoy, are enjoying these podcasts as much as I am, much as, I, as much as I'm doing, much as I'm enjoying studying through it. Nobody else is getting anything out of it. I am. So. Uh, I know I'm calling this the Harmony of the Gospels, and uh, for these two episodes here, we've only been devoted to one book. But I figured since since we were going to do this, and it's going to be a weekly thing, we might as well as do it right and venture through the entire story together. Next week, we're going to cover the announcement of the birth of Jesus, and I may just just at first glance here may go ahead and add the uh, Mary visiting Elizabeth into that if, if time permits. Go ahead and knock those, get those two out back to back in one episode. I don't want to make these podcasts too long because I don't want you to be able to follow. I want you to be able to follow along without it running together. Um, I know I, I cover. We have to cover a lot for time's sake. Just try to get it through. But we'll see on see on trying to get those two two out at one time. Anyway, I appreciate you listening. Uh, please like, comment, or subscribe on these podcasts. To let us know that you're listening. And I want to give thanks to God, of course, for um, allowing us to do these podcasts. Also, just to give you guys a heads up, we've now been accepted. Uh, when we originally started these, we I, I turned in 10 submissions for 10, 10 different platforms for these podcasts to be available. And we finally, it's probably been maybe, maybe a week ago, I finally got the last okay. So thank God for that. We got all 10 platforms that we submitted to. We've now been accepted to to get the, the podcast out. Got to try, trying to just do our part as, part as far as getting, getting the gospel to all parts of the nation. So we can all see the coming of our Lord. Right. Um, I think that's about all. That's all I've got tonight. Keep our, please keep our ministry in, in prayer. We went out, Matter of fact, just been back a couple hours. 
went out with uh, my brother Greg and we done a street service. Uh, Greg run the word. We fed the people fed the people lunch had it had there was like 30 had 30 plus people out there and then uh had a time time of prayer for them had 10 i want to say it was around 10 10 people who who come up to the front and um repeated the prayer it was it was a good time I, i i thank god for letting us be a part of that i took my daughter down there really enjoyed that today with them something i'm looking forward to looking forward to doing later on uh, more, or more of, I shouldn't say later on, do more of with Greg as the Lord leads him to, to take us down there. But just please keep our ministry in prayer. Also, if you need anything, reach out to us find, on Facebook. You can you can email us, whatever you need to do. Uh, we're here for you. We love you. Take care. See you next time.